can you prepare some songs so we can worship? She said, okay, I'll get to it. She didn't get to it, but she said, do you know who is doing the worship? Why don't you call that person? And I'm like, I don't know who is doing the worship. So this morning I asked her, did you ever get to it? She said, oh, who is doing the worship? Why can't you call her? Hallelujah. And so when our lady Evelyn was leading and she broke some words, I actually opened my eyes and started looking at her. She was preaching with me. Hallelujah. But when I entered the room and I saw the Lord's Supper, I'm like, oh, I forgot. Because I have a message that I wanted to prepare on the Passover. Maybe I should change my message to the Passover. So I was debating, but the moment she started speaking about the things that God was telling me, I became certain that this is what God wants me to talk about. Hallelujah. And if you, I don't know about you, but I, I have climbed up a little bit from this worship we have done. And so we are going to go over a few things, and then we will end in worship. Amen. Well, come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. That is why we are here. The Bible says that this is the whole duty of man, to serve him. How do you serve the Lord? To worship him. Hallelujah. Amen. So we will go back to worship. And um, we're going to do something different as we share in this. The Bible says that the Lord Jesus... Can we all be on our feet, please? On the night before he was betrayed, or he, he was killed, he met with his disciples, and they broke bread. Hallelujah. And he said, eat this, this bread, in remembrance of me. This is my body that I share with you. So as you take this, I want you to remember what Jesus did on the cross for us. Amen. So open your mouth and take the bread. You can drink the, the juice, which also represents the blood that was shed on the cross. The blood of the atoning sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are done, say amen. amen. If you are struggling to open and lift your hand, we'll help you. Hallelujah. Yeah, somebody help my, my sister for me. Hallelujah. And I... I will. Evelyn, I want you to grab a mic. We are going to, as the service goes on, we are going to sing 12. I, I want us to sing 24, but because of time, we may sing 12 songs. One song for every month of the year 2022. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Songs of worship. Amen. Amen. So be in the spirit. When I lift up a song, you pick it up and you follow. You may have your seat right now. Amen. Father God, we commit this section of the word sharing unto you. We ask that your presence will be here still. That you continue to minister unto us in diverse ways beyond what we could imagine. In the name of Jesus. For we are yielding unto your spirit. For you have dedicated this day as a service of worship. And Father, we yield our members unto you. We worship you, for that is why we are here. Speak in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So before we end up in worship, let's go over a few things that we started last 31st night. Amen. All right. Just as a way to remind ourselves, what did we talk about? 
So we have one thing out of the way. The Lord's Supper is done. Amen. Plain smart right now. <laughs> we don't want to be eaten by time. Amen. Amen. So now, we said that in the year 2022, we want to build an altar. Tell your neighbor, build an altar. Build an altar. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, I'm not telling you to build a house in Ghana. I'm not telling you to build a house or buy here. But I'm telling you to build an altar. Oh, hallelujah. You didn't hear. Say, neighbor, this year, build an altar. Hallelujah. Amen. And the specifications of our altar, according to what we started learning, is that the altar must have seven legs or seven pillars. Right? The first pillar of the altar is prayer. Everybody say prayer. Hallelujah. And that seven didn't come by chance. God does everything. So many things God does ends in seven. And so I chose that seven carefully. Hallelujah. So the first pillar is prayer. And we read something from Ezra uh, chapter number 8, 21 to 23. And then we also went forth. Uh, we also read in uh, 1 Kings 17 and 1. And 1 Kings 17 actually all the way to 9. We didn't have time to read it all, but you can read that. The second pillar of this altar we are building in 2022 is the pillar of faith. Hallelujah. So you build an altar, first one leg on prayer, the second leg on faith. Hallelujah. And we learned that for without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hallelujah. So in 2022, if you want to please God, if you want God to say that, ah, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. You got to have faith. Amen. 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 So have faith. Build your altar on the pillar of faith. And we also read in Hebrews chapter number 11, verse 6. And we also said uh, that uh, faith, uh, Hebrews 11, verse 1. The Bible says that faith is having confidence in what we hope for and for assurance about what we do not see. So 2022, we do not see. As a matter of fact, I don't know what will happen tomorrow. Either do you? I don't. Even prophets don't know. Unless God opens your eyes to see, you don't. Hallelujah. But that is why he said your pillar must be on faith. So, so even though you don't know, you are rest assured because you know that God knows. And that he's going to take you there. Hallelujah. So that is another scripture for that uh, pillar. And then... We also went to the, second, uh, the third pillar, which is the pillar of relationship. Everybody say relationship. Oh, come on. Say it. Neighbor, this year, build your altar on, on the pillar of relationship. Hallelujah. That this year, you will learn to connect. You will not be a loner. You will not be one that has no friends, one that doesn't talk to their parents, one that doesn't talk to their uncles, one that doesn't talk to anybody every day alone. This year minus that. Hallelujah. God wants you to connect with him, connect with your family, and connect with friends. Vertical relationship and horizontal relationship. Hallelujah. God wants us to do that. And we also learned about how Elijah, though powerful and though mighty and though prophetic in everything, had no friends. And because he had no friends, he had no, all, the only person that I know Elijah talked to, that wasn't his friend. That was, another person was the prophet Obedia and also his servant. 
Apart from that, you will hear Elijah's mom talking to him, Elijah's dad, Elijah's friends, even the prophets. When they were, when Jezebel was killing the prophets, Elijah was not there. No relationship. He wasn't there until finally he came. And he's like, oh, all these prophets have been killed. We've got to do something about this. Hallelujah. If he was among them at that time, probably more would have been saved. Hello? So the point here is that make connections with people. For people are good. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, you're going up on the ladder that depends on people. Some of you, you are smart, the most intelligent in your class. But if you make it in life, it is your connection with people. God will not just bring you up to the company and place you at the top as a CEO. No, he doesn't do that. He works with connections. So we have to take relationships serious in this year, 2022. Anybody that comes your way, don't play with them. Respect them. Hallelujah. Because you never know. They may be the keys to your success. Hallelujah. And if you are not married, you, it's even worse. You got to make relationships. Hallelujah. Amen. When people come around and they don't look at the married type, don't despise them. Oh, my, my, my. I will say this. If my wife had despised me when I came around that time, today she would have seen me and said, I right, Hallelujah. Oh, when you God has done some. Amen. Amen. So when people come around, don't look down on them. They may not look the way you want them to be today, but look at them with their future eye and say that because of what God says, I'm going to be connected. I'm going to be friends. I'm not going to disrespect anybody. Hallelujah. So this year, relationships, connect with somebody, connect with your family, connect with friends, and most importantly, connect with your God. Vertical. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we also talked about joy. Everybody say joy. And we learned that joy is something that God instructs and commands us to have. It is not the kind of uh, command that says that, uh, you know, uh, if you want, you can have it. No. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And then he emphasizes it. And say, and again, rejoice. Hallelujah. So if you do not rejoice, if you don't have joy, you are actually disobeying God. That's how you should see it. So don't wait for things to be good and sumptuous, things to go well around you before you have joy. If you are going to wait, they may happen this year. Hallelujah. But if they don't, God expects you to still live in joy because it's a command. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That is what we learned. And we read something from Proverbs 11.10. And then in Ecclesiastes 8.15, I don't know if we read it. Let me read it. It says, so I commend the enjoyment of life. Hello? This is Solomon, the wise man saying. It says, so I commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be merry. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life God has given them under the sun. That is the wise man saying this. So being joyful is not, uh, it's, it's not bad. Sometimes we Christians, we make people think that this religion, don't go there. When you go there, first of all, you don't have friends. You are a loner. Second of all, you become poor. Third of all, you, know, you, don't, you are not happy. Because you are always, oh, I have done this. And you are crying. 
Oh, uh, this is not going well. Oh, the devil is after me. No devil is after you. And even if they are, you got to live in joy. Hallelujah. So Solomon, you know, for contest, I read ahead, I mean, before here, because I was wondering what he was going to say up. He was saying that life is meaningless up there, here, there, you know, and all that. But then he said that, but if you toil, of all the work you are doing, be a living up and down, going to school, you know, studying and taking exams. When, some, when you are not ready, the professor comes. I took some exam back in the day in Yukon, and today, when I remember that professor, I want to curse her. <laughs> Hallelujah. That woman didn't tell us she was going to give us an exam. We went to the class, and she said, today I'm taking a quiz. And I had not prepared, because I was working. Since the class began, I had not studied anything about it. And then I'm taking an exam. I bombed that exam. Hallelujah. And that is why I want to cast her whenever I remember her. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I don't know what you are going through as a college student. All the studying up in the night, some people put their feet in water to stay awake. And all these things, God says rejoice. And you are saying that's why you won't enjoy. Not for you. Hallelujah. That is why Solomon is saying that we are going through toil. So make time for joy. Take your wife out if you, if, if you are married. Hallelujah. Amen. But when I said it, my face went straight to you. <laughs> I won't mention your name. But this year, take your wife, take your husband wife out. Hallelujah. Let joy come after you have worked, after you have done all those things. God wants you to enjoy life. He wants you to smile so that he will see that, oh, ahem, this is my child. Oh, see how happy she is. Oh, hallelujah. Joy, if you Google joy or set joy in the scriptures, is a lot. And most of the time, it is a command telling people to be joyful. Or people who have come in contact with God and who are joyful. So if you have God, if you are a believer this year, live and make a conscious effort to be joyful. Make it happen. Tell your neighbor, make it happen. Because Corona won't let it happen. Corona will tell you that if you... I was telling my wife, ah, today, pa, the way the, the, the weather is, it's 50-something. And, you know, this is the day to first Sunday of the week, go out with your family and maybe sit down and eat. But because of Corona, you can't go. Because you go and uh, if you don't take care, you, you, you make somebody sick. So we have to find a way, honey, a different way to make <laughs> Hallelujah. To make joy happen. So that life, what I'm driving at is life by itself will not permit you to be joyful. Oh, somebody, you didn't hear me. Life by itself, the challenges of life will not permit you to live in joy. Life will always make sure that you are crying. Your face, everybody sees your face and they know something is wrong. That is what life permits. But you got to defy that order of life. That is not the order of heaven. Oh, Sakataya. That is not the order of heaven. That is the order of this world. That everything should be toiling and toiling and moaning and crying and all that. But the heaven's order is that regardless of what you go through, you got to have a smile. You got to join. You got to be joyful. You got to rejoice. Hallelujah. So this year, 2022, make a conscious effort. Conscious because it won't happen by, by chance. I'm not prophesying, but God forbid, negative things may come your way, but you got to defy them and make joy happen. Hallelujah! That is another pillar. That is the fourth pillar of the altar we are bearing in 2022. 
Now let's move on. This is where I didn't spend much time. The fifth pillar, and the fifth pillar is a pillar of knowledge. Everybody say knowledge. Hallelujah. We are building an altar with a pillar on knowledge. Hallelujah. Now, knowledge, according to the Hebrews, knowledge, they call it da'a, D-A, apostrophe A-H. Da'a, or you can say da'a. Knowing. Knowledge means to know, of course, right? Learn. Hallelujah. And have insight. And then another word is discernment. Knowledge is to be able to discern. It's not just what you are reading. It's not what, just what you are hearing. It's not just what your intuition, that is insight, tells you. But what you can discern. So this year we are building on the pillar of discernment. Oh, hallelujah. This year we are building on the pillar of, 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 of knowledge, of learning, making an effort to learn. Learn the word of God. Have an intuition about what God wants about the situation. Sometimes you don't need to know the exact verbatim of what scripture is saying about something. But if you have knowledge, you have insight. Or you discern. Ah, this one, I don't know whether it's in the Bible or not. But I think it is no good. Hallelujah. You have discerned. Hallelujah. So this year you are building on the altar with a leg called knowledge. Discernment. Hallelujah. The dictionary is saying that knowledge is a set of facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education, the theoretical or practical understanding of a subject, a thirst for knowledge. That's an example of using knowledge. So basically, knowledge is a set of facts, information, and skills. So if you need skills, if you need anything that is similar to that, you are needing knowledge. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, this year we are building on the altar with the leg of knowledge. Hallelujah. Now, if we read scripture, let's read, I think we read one scripture there, but let's continue. Let's read Numbers chapter number 24 and verse 16. If you can project. I'm going to wait for you to project, yes. Can somebody stand up and read, please? Oh, can I get a take-up, please? Hallelujah. Amen. So who has knowledge from the most high? My version says, who has knowledge from the most high? So knowledge could also be vision, right? Sight, seeing. That's what we say, insight. But I wanted the, the, the um, yes, what version is that? New King James. It says that the utterance of him who hears the words of God and has the knowledge of the most high. Know God. Knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty and who falls down with his eyes wide open. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if we go to Hosea chapter number 4 and 6, verse 6, the Bible says that my people, can you project that too? 
Are you there? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priest of me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Hallelujah. Yes. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now the Holy Spirit drew my attention to something. He said, Alton, do you know that this is the second time that I, God, destroy my own people? The first time that he reminded me of, I'm pretty sure there may be more, is when people become idolatrous. When people leave the worship of God and they worship idols. That is when God rejects them. So anytime the people of God, the Israelites, whom God have called by name, whom God have covenanted with, that they are going to be his people. Anytime God rejected them, it is the time when they are worshiping idols. This is the second time God rejects his own people. When they lack knowledge. Hallelujah. I know in 2022, you are not going to reject uh, God. I'm pretty sure you're not going to worship an idol. Is anybody going to worship an idol here? God forbid. That one, you have to say God forbid. Hallelujah. God forbid. Nobody is going to be worshiping an idol. Nobody is going to backslide. We're going to all remain believers. But the only way God can reject you is when you lack knowledge. Knowledge about who God himself is. And knowledge about the things that he wants you to know. Hallelujah. So this is serious business. See, my people are rejected. I reject them because of lack of knowledge. And these are priests. So this is not just Christians. So this is elders and pastors. Hallelujah. He said, because you have forgotten my law, because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being my priest. So even priests can be rejected, how much less you and I? Hallelujah. So in 2022, in 2022, let your altar rest on the altar, on the pillar of knowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do not let knowledge be lacking in you. When I say knowledge, it is very broad. But the few ones that you must not miss is the knowledge of your God and the knowledge of the things he likes. When you know him, you know what he wants. You know his ways and uh, the things that he hates. Hallelujah. So if you miss any knowledge, that one you don't miss. Have an intuition about God, an insight about what he is, or who he is, an understanding of what he does. And knowledge is also understanding. Uh, understanding, according to the dictionary, is to perceive the intended meaning of somebody or something. So if you want to know God, you, your knowledge of God must come from a perception of who God is. Hallelujah. You can't see God face to face. But to know him, you must perceive. Everybody say perceive. perceive. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That is how you understand. You know who God is. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is one pillar. And Isaiah chapter number 1, verse 3 to 4. The Bible says that the ox knows its master. The ox, they know their master. Even animals. When you have lived with the dog for a long time. I've seen videos of soldiers returning after deployment for months. When they come home, the dogs don't miss them. They don't be like, who is this person? They whack their tail. And they know this is my master. This is my owner. Hallelujah. Will you be able to carry on that knowledge of God? Or the knowledge of the things of God? Hallelujah. When you stay on campus for four months and you come home, 
Will your knowledge of God still be there? Would you wag your tail when God sees you or when you come close to God? Oh my goodness. I know you are not a dog, but you got to wag your tail. Hallelujah. Amen. Would you wag your tail when God meets you after you have been in a place where all the people there are unbelievers? You stay there for months and you come out and you come to church. Would you wag your tail? Would you still remain somebody who knows God? Hallelujah. The scripture says, the ox knows its master. The donkey knows its owner. Hallelujah. But Israel does not know God or understand. When people do not understand, they have no understanding of who God is. So tonight or today, this year 2022, learn to have understanding of God. Learn to know God. Learn to know the things that make God feel like he is God in your life. Hallelujah. Some of us, we are only living because, we are only knowing God because somebody says, this is how he is. Oh, may you experience it for yourself. Hallelujah. Let's move on. Because of time, this time, I won't let the time beat me. Amen. Now, the next pillar upon which our altar must rest is the altar of perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. perseverance. I touched on it a little bit. But persevering means to, to consistently pursue that which you want. And this thing God told me is that if you are going to give up on doing anything, you must have tried it at least seven times. Everybody say at least seven times. Yes, you have not failed unless you have failed eight times. If you fail something in eight times and you tell me that this one I failed, I'll say you did up to seven. You are good. Hallelujah. So if you do an exam, you want to go to whatever school, you want to go to PhD, you want to do whatever you want to do, you want to start a business, whatever you plan to do in 2022, if you don't fail seven times, you don't give up. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the word of the Lord to you, somebody. That this year, he wants you to persevere. So go at it for seven times. And we grab that from the example of Elijah. Elijah said, go and see if the clouds are there. And the servant went. First time, he came back. I don't know how far the, uh, the, the, the Mount Camel or the Camel, or the mountain where Elijah was dwelling. I don't know how far it was from where the sea is. But Elijah said, go and check on the top of the sea and see if the clouds are there. And the man went and came back, and he said, no. Elijah said, go back. He started praying again. He went up to seven. And three times, no, no, Elijah, no, didn't Elijah know that after three times it is over, he has failed? But he kept going. Why? Because he knew that his God will come through for him. Hallelujah. So in 2022, I'm here to tell you, if you don't fail more than seven times, don't tell anybody you are failed. Tell them that you are on it. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That class you take, if you haven't done it seven times, you need that class to pass to go to pharmacy school, nursing school, medical school. If you haven't taken that class seven times, and you say that I quit pharmacy school, I quit medical school, I quit nursing school because I can't do it. You haven't quit that yet. You got to go back to it. You have to do it. Hallelujah. Seven times is the minimum that Elijah did. I'm pretty sure that some people of faith will even go more than seven. It depends on the magnitude of your faith. Hallelujah. But as for me, I'm making seven my limit. 
As for seven dear, I got to reach seven. And I know that the God of Elijah, oh my, the God who raised a little hand on top of a, a sky. And then the servant said that I see a little cloud like the shape of a hand. Oh, that God will lift his hand on the seventh time. On the seventh time, his hand will appear in the sky. On the seventh time, you will see the clouds. You will see the hand of God making the clouds. The rain shall come. Whatever it is you are looking for, that rain shall come in the name of Jesus. 2022 is your year. But you got to be at it until it happens. Don't give up. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's move on to the next pillar. We have more scriptures. Okay, because of time. Now, you can also read Proverbs chapter number 24, verse 15 to 16. Let's read it. If you can put it there. Persevere. Not giving up. The Bible says that, Do not lack like a thief near the house of the righteous. Do not plunder the dwelling place. The dwelling place. This is verse 16. For though... Go back to NIV. Yes. Which, which one is that? 16. For though... 16. I need 16. 16. Do not envy the wicked. Do not desire... No, where are you now? Hallelujah. You want to trick me. I will not give up. <laughs> Seven times before I stop. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> For though the righteous fall seven times. Mm. That's why I said that number seven. For though the righteous falls seven times, they rise again. But the wicked will stumble. As for the wicked, will put it, they just trip and that's it. That's the end. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Bible is saying that for though the righteous will fall seven times, they rise again. They rise again. So that is the essence of checking seven times before you give up. For the righteous, at least seven times, when they fall, they rise. So this year, 2022, seven times is the minimum. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, Exodus, I think I mentioned this, Exodus 14, 15. The Lord will fight for you when the Israelites had come across the sea after they had taken the long-awaited journey out of Egypt. They were ready to go and celebrate and worship their God. And here they come to the Red Sea. They come after all the jubilation, after all the thank God we have, we have come to 2022. Hey, 2022, here we are. After all the jubilation, then a Red Sea appears. Boom. I don't know when your Red Sea is going to come in 2022. <laughs> it may come in January. It may come in February. It may even come in November at the last minute. As a matter of fact, some people, the Red Sea come at the end of the year. In December, it may come. But don't forget. That's why you have to record this. Don't forget. The Bible says that, why do you cry? Read it. Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Move on. Keep moving. Don't go back. Hallelujah. In 2022, seven times, but don't go back. Backwards never. Everybody say backwards never. Forward ever. Hallelujah. Seven times. Move forward. Do not cry. Do not give up. Do not cry. Do not look like somebody who is hopeless in life. Somebody who has no God. 
Not that we are not human, not that we don't have feelings, but our feelings are kept in check. Hallelujah. That's what God wants you to do. He knows your emotions, but he wants you to put them under check. Control yourself and go forward. Control yourself and try again. Hallelujah. Because yours is God. Yours is not your strength. Yours is the maker of the heavens and the earth. Oh, he that has sworn by himself that he will not put you to shame. He will not let you fall. He will not let the enemy smile and, 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 and jubilate over you. Hallelujah. So keep moving ahead. This year, no matter when your Red Sea appears. So the Lord said, move forward, stop crying. Stop crying, Ajua. Stop crying, Evelyn. Stop crying, Ada. Stop crying, Dickin. Stop crying, young man. Stop crying, you who are trying to get into college and you are nation. Stop crying. Move on. Keep trying. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now let's move on. The last one where we end up with worship is sacrifice slash worship. And that's why when you started talking about sacrifice and worship, I opened my eyes and I started looking at you because the Holy Spirit had done the work. Hallelujah. Sacrifice and worship. This is where, when the Spirit leads you, raise a song and we will sing. We are singing 12 songs of praise and worship until before we are done. Hallelujah. The Bible says that on uh, build an altar, right? We said build an altar. First Chronicles chapter number 21 Verse 18 to 26. Then the angel of the Lord ordered God to tell David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arona, the Jebusite. So David went up in obedience to the word that God had spoken in the name of the Lord. While Arona was threshing weed, he turned and saw the angel his, his four sons were with him. You know what? I don't have time. Let, I'm telling you the story. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this is God telling David to build him an altar and sacrifice on it, right? And then David, he was pointed to a place to go. So when he went there, he told the owner of the land that, hey, my God wants me to offer sacrifice on this particular land that you have. So uh, can I get your land. I want to buy your land. And the, and the man said, oh, king, live forever. <laughs> Hallelujah. King David, especially if you mention the name of God, you say you're going to offer sacrifice to God. Then I sacrifice my land. And David said, you sacrifice your land. Now what am I going to sacrifice to God? Ain't going to happen. I buy the land. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, buy the land. Hallelujah. Amen. Sacrifice. So David understood the reason for sacrifice. He didn't want to give something to God that is free. Oh, somebody didn't hear me. Hallelujah. When we do this year, when you have an opportunity to give, do not check that you have before you can give. Hello? I mean, how much more can we ask you to give after we have bought this building? <laughs> you have given enough. But God wants you to continuously be blessed. That's why he wants us to sacrifice. Hello? Because sacrifice is an act of worship. Evelyn, you remember? You said it. <laughs> sacrifice is an act of what? Worship. And that is why David said, if I'm going to worship God, building an altar to worship God on, then the plot cannot be free. It's got to cost me. Tell anybody, it's got to cost me. Oh, hallelujah. So when you work 
in the night and you come back in the morning at 7 and church starts at 10, you look at the clock. Can I take enough for two hours? Two hours is too small. Let me just, uh, you know, sleep. I'll try next time. No sacrifice. It's not costing you anything. What is your act of worship? So this year, God wants you to come to a point where your worship is not just lifting songs, but your worship is sacrificing also unto God. Somewhere, somehow, it must cost you. Beloved, if it doesn't cost you, it's not a sacrifice. Hello? Remember the lady that in the Bible, they were giving offering. People gave millions. People gave thousands. This lady came and all her change. And Jesus said, this is the one that I value. Why? Because it cost her. For her, she had nothing else left. She was going to go hungry. But for those who gave millions, they had another million sitting at the bank. It's a sacrifice, all right. But the one that cost you is the one that God is looking for. Oh, somebody, you didn't hear me. So this year, 2022, let it cost you. When, when it comes to the things of God, let your altar be placed on a pillar, one of which is sacrifice, which is worship. Hallelujah. This is a, this is a good place to sing our first song. Hallelujah. If you don't have it, I'll raise one. I have a God who never fails. Oh, I have a God who never fails. Oh, brothers, you ready? I need keys. Oh, who never fails. Who never fails. Sacrifice must cost you. It is an act of worship. Yes. It is an act of what? Worship. It, worship is not the, the singing of songs alone or lifting up words alone. Worship includes sacrificing something that costs you something. It may not be money. It may be your time. It may be your dedication to church. It may be your commitment to going to church all the time. You know, when we build church, church is built and made up of people if you don't come, and another doesn't come, I don't come, who will be here? There will be no church. So some of you who have made it upon themselves, that as for them, they will be there. They are sacrificing now. Hello? They are sacrificing. May it be you this year, that wherever you are, you, you will say that if I don't go to church, church won't happen. Hallelujah, like Dickin, uh, Gideon. If he doesn't come and open the doors, hallelujah. Sometimes I think about him, especially now that presiding is not here. The king doesn't open the door. We may come, but we may be late. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he has not just come, but come earlier. Sacrifice. Meanwhile, his wife is an old woman. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry for picking on you. So that is sacrifice. Amen. He has to leave her and come early sometimes. The same here. And I'm not took over just last weekend. I saw he drove alone and let his wife also drive. We don't think about these things. It's a sacrifice. It is costing him. Nobody is paying his gas. It is costing him. And we all live. And they live last. Sacrifice. Tell your neighbor, sacrifice. sacrifice. It is an act of worship. Now, what are you sacrificing in the house of God in 2022? That's the question you got to ask yourself. You just sacrifice. Say, ask for me, I'll just be there. So that when somebody picks in the mic, they will see my face that somebody is here. That enough is a sacrifice. 
Hallelujah. What is your act of worship? What is your act of worship? Most Stand up on your feet. Now we got 10 more songs to go. I'm going to be short so that we can finish them. Hallelujah. Be in the spirit with us. Hallelujah. Now when you read in 1 Chronicles chapter number, well, I skipped one scripture. When you read in Genesis chapter 22, verse 5, and Genesis 22, 29, that is where Abraham did the sacrifice of his son. At least attempted to do the sacrifice of his son. And the Bible says that let me read one portion. The verse 5. He said to his servant, his servant was asking him, where are we going? Where is this going to happen in order? And then he said, Genesis 22, 5. Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back. He was going to sacrifice. At that point, he didn't know that there wasn't going to be a sacrifice. Right? That God was not going to provide anything. He didn't know that God was going to provide a sheep or a lamb for the sacrifice. But he called killing his son to God an act of worship. That's what I wanted to draw your attention to. So, sacrifice is worship. Giving yourself or making something cost you is worship. That is why it makes sense that David also said that I will not worship God for of the things that you have sacrificed. It means it's your worship, it's not my worship. Hallelujah. Amen. So sacrifice is worship. Now let's skip now to 1 Chronicles chapter number 16, verse 28 to 34. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. So this is the first sacrifice. Bring an offering and come before him. Now follow it. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. So giving of yourself, giving of your money is the act of worship. It comes together with lifting up songs. Hallelujah. Get ready for your second song. Hallelujah. And then I'll go to uh, continue. Say, Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea resound. And let all that is in it 
and let the fields be jubilant and everything, everything in them. Let the trees of the forest sing. Worship is not just us. That is why at some point, Scripture says that if you, human beings, if you do not worship, I can order inanimate objects to lift up songs to me. So the trees do clap their hands as the wind blows. As the wind blows. Whenever God needs worship, there's got to be worship coming from somewhere. If it doesn't come from you, it can come from the chair. But God forbid, uh, Ron Connelly has a song that I will not give a song. I should wait for rocks to gather and sing when there is God and when there is my mouth, when God has lifted me with life. Hallelujah. Come on with a second song. A third song. Let's be on our be on your feet, please, and worship. As we continue. Now, what is worship? Worship, according to Hebrew, is the Hebrew word for worship is shakal. Everybody say shakal. Hallelujah. S H A W. That's how it is sounded anyway. K H A W. Shakal. Hallelujah. And what it means is to depress yourself, to be bent over and to be prostrate, hallelujah, paying homage to God or royalty. So when we say worship, we mean shakal. So, you know, we have made worship easy because we stand on our feet when we worship. But the true meaning of worship, if we're worshiping God, you got to lie down. At least your knees, if not you're lying down, your knees should be bent. That is the true meaning. So when the Hebrews say worship, you go like this. You go to a king, you don't stay at a king, you are God. Have you seen somebody go to their Santini and say, Oh, Nana Santini, you are God? No. But we, when we come to church, because we don't see God face to face, we feel like we, should, we can just stand straight, jump around, and say, We are worshiping God. You are praising God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But to worship. So this year, learn to bend your knees some. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. This, year, this year, shakal a little bit. Shakal. Oh, 
hallelujah. hallelujah. Tell them this year. This year. Shakal. Because shakal means bend down. Bend down. Worship God while you are bent down. Hallelujah. It's not just a standing all the time. Of course, we know we can't force you to nail down. We can't force you. We can't say nail down or bend all the time. But let it sink into your coconut. This year, 2022, that the new understanding of worship is when you worship, at least at some point, bend, lay prostrate, or go down on your knees so that God will see that you are actually down unto, unto him. Hallelujah. Amen. You are far. Up again. And may oh, we worship you, our God. You are worthy to be praised. We are Alpha. sung five songs. We are in May 2022. We have sung a song unto May. We are going there knowing that our God is he's still God. Hallelujah. Amen. And he reigns. Now we will say this one and then we will continue through the rest of the songs without me pausing. Um, without me pausing you and then we will bring uh, the message to your close. Now at, at the altar where a pillar is a pillar of sacrifice at the altar, there is an exchange. Tell your neighbor, there is an exchange. So when you sacrifice, when you worship, beloved, this one to me, I have experienced this one myself. I'm telling you, try God this year. Move into a new dimension of worship. If you worship God really well, there is always an exchange. 
What do I mean by an exchange? God meets you at the altar where you have offered your sacrifice of worship. When your heart is so full of God, when, when your heart is so filled with, 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 with all the words you want to talk to God about, when you have lifted up songs, when you have raised up holy hands unto Him for a long time, God comes and visits you. Now, in the interest of time, we can't go there. But when the sacrifices are made, the Bible says that when the sheep or goat or whoever is put on the altar and they are burnt, the Bible says that there rises off of the, off of the sheep or goat or whatever is being sacrificed to God a sweet-smelling savour. The flavour that comes out, God actually comes down to smell it. And you will say, ah, but what does God, that is to him his worship. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, when you worship God, he comes down. That's the essence of what I'm trying to drive at. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you offer a sacrifice of beautiful worship, powerful, extended worship, I challenge you in your homes, build this altar there. Some, some of you, if you have a place in your basement, you don't have a place in your little bedroom where you have a desk, set up an altar. Let that desk be an altar of worship. Kneel before it. And when things are tough or good, just kneel and worship God like you've never done. And you will see God come there. I've seen it. This is a secret. It's a mystery. I've seen it. God comes down. And that is why David and the Israelites, they didn't play with their altar and sacrifice. Oh, they didn't play. So David understood this. That's why he said, you, what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm doing, buddy. You're going to give me this land for free? That's my worship. So when you worship God, really, really, God comes down. And when he comes, there is an exchange. Now, when Abraham went to sacrifice his son, there was an exchange, right? He thought he was worshiping God. And that worship, I think it was the, the most, the beautiful worship ever. For anybody, apart from God, he is the next man, the next person among human beings that was willing with that murmur, with that argument to kill his son and burn it for God. So God looked at him and said, Hey, when you say, and he showed God an example of worship. As a God came down and brought something, say, I was just trying to see if man can love me this way. Now, when you worship God, he comes down, he carries your sacrifice, and he gives you, he gives you something else for you. Hallelujah. So that thing that is not going down, that problem that has taken months and years to solve, this is the secret. Worship God. Stop praying to God. God knows it is there. Hello? God knows the problem, the issue is there. Ah, all these years and all these months you have talked to God about it. You think he hasn't heard? He has. But bring him an offering of a sacrifice of worship. Sacrifice and worship God like never before. And see him come and consume the sacrifice. I wish I had... I had uh, uh, something to show you what I'm talking about. He will come and, and, and lick it up like, like when Elijah and the prophets of Baal had met. The Bible says that he told them, so you come and you know, bring, bring fire, bring fire. They didn't come. But when he came to the sacrifice of God, when it is a sacrifice unto God, the fire came to the extent that it drank up water. Hallelujah. So God will come down 
in that situation that you find yourself stuck. Stuck. Nobody can help you. Nobody knows what you're going through. Sacrifice of worship. And God will come there. Hallelujah. Amen. Be on your feet as we close with eight more songs. We have done five, right? So my mouth is right. No. So seven more songs of worship. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Whoa. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take. Every moment I'm awake. Lord, Come on, sing it. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Oh, I live for you alone. Every breath that I take,
September. November, sing it with me. You are God of 
We worship you for 2022. You are God from January. You are God through December. You are God through December. Oh Lord, we know you can have your seat. Oh, you are the king. The king will take us to 2022. And we lift you high on high. Come on, sing it with me. Oh, Lord, we know. Oh, you are the king. Oh, and we lift Unto you be glory, O God, our maker, the Alpha and the Omega, the A and the Z. Your people stand here, O God, in awe of you, saying, receive the glory, receive the honor. Not only for your protection of us through the past year, but for the advanced protection for the next year, for this year, O God. We thank you for January. We worship you for February. We honor you for March. We glorify you for April. We adore you, O God, for May. We love you for June. We praise you for July. We install you, O God, for August. And we magnify your name for September. Yay! In October, we say, You reign. You reign. In November, we say, Hallowed be your name, our maker. And in December, we say, You have done it. Glory to your name for who you are, our King. Oh Lord, our King. 
And all the saints shall say, Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. Just stretch off your fingers, your, your hands at the and say, God bless you. God bless you, Elder. God bless you. Allow yourself to be used mightily on 31st and also today. Hallelujah. Whatever virtue has come out of you, may the Lord replenish in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's time to give. He's talking about sacrifice, to give our tithes and our offerings. Can you project the means by which we give over here? Just be faithful to the Lord. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Give your tithe and also your offering. Don't just give anything. Pray over it. It's a seed you are bringing to the Lord. Pray over it and bring it to the Lord, and the Lord will watch over his word to perform in your life. And, and I, they will take a second offering after this, because at the first, every first, the last, first Sunday of the month, yes, when we go to the Lord's table, we take an offering for missions. So after we take our tithes and offering, there will be a second time given for missionary work. So take note of that. Hallelujah. If you, are, you, have, you have your, your phone, if you are doing cash up, just go ahead, grab your phone, and start doing it. We are going to pray over your seed and your tithe, even as before we bring, I call on the priest team to give us a song to come in here and drop it. If you have check, you have cash, bring it over. If you are doing it by cash up, go ahead. If you are doing it by my COP app, just go over there. Cash up, you know, dollar sign, P-I-W-C, Hartford, C, and then paper. So if you have your seat, just let's pray over it. If you have given by cash up already, let's just pray. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, upon your word, in obedience to your word, Lord, even today, how many it again that we need to sacrifice? Lord, in obedience to your word, we are giving our tithes and our offering to you this morning. We pray the first Sunday of this year that luck will not be part of our vocabulary this year. In the name of Jesus, you are going through this year with us, Father God. You bless us beyond measure so that we also give. We thank you so much for your faithfulness and thank you, Lord Jesus, that it is done. We bless you. Come and give unto the Lord. Amen. Shall we rise? Those who are coming with Tyson. Sacrifice of praise into the house of the Sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Offer unto you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. Offer unto you the sacrifices of praise. Offer unto you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. Offer unto you the sacrifices of praise. We bring sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Offer unto you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. 
offer unto you the sacrifices of praise. As we offer unto you the sacrifices of thanksgiving, as we offer unto you the sacrifices of praise. With a heart full of praise, be exalted, O Lord our God, Hosanna in the highest. Not lift up your name. With a heart full of praise, be exalted, O Lord our God. Missionary offering, missionary offering, please. Missionary offering, go ahead. With a heart full of praise, be exalted, O Lord our God. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. The highest, God, up your name with a heart full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord our God, Hosanna in the highest. God, we lift up your name with a heart full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord our God. Hallelujah. Once again, Happy New Year to all of us. Amen. Amen. Last Sunday, we gave us some Christmas cards from the church to members here. If you were not here last Sunday, you did not get one, please. You see Deacon Gideon before you leave and grab one card from the church. Hallelujah. And can you project our meetings? During the week, the prayers will go on as usual. Morning dawn devotion is morning devotion, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. On Wednesday, we're going to begin coming here for our prayer tower meeting, our prayer meeting. But due to what is going on, we'll still do the online. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll do it online at least for the next until things change. So we'll, this Wednesday, we are not coming here. We'll do it on the phone. Hallelujah. Amen. So we'll announce it and be on the phone. God bless you for coming. We are going to rise at this moment. Yes, I announced it. So if you didn't get a card, see Deacon Gideon over there. Deacon, just lift up your hand. You didn't get one and grab one before you.